You what? I'm I'm not at home. My my wife dresses me at home. So. <laughs> oh, so uh, so we're going to talk about faith. Uh, the the first mentioned uh, subject in in the song, uh, faith, hope, and charity. So faith was mentioned in the Bible uh, 336 times, 280 of those times in the New Testament, and by simple math, 56 times in the Old Testament. And faith isn't complicated. Faith, hmm, you know, it's, it's not in the wisdom of man that we have faith. And it's not of the things of man that we have faith. But it's in the power of God that he has given us faith unto his word. Abraham believed and obeyed by faith, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Thank you uh, for the righteousness that you give us through the faith in you, Jesus Christ. And faith is a, is, is a mustard seed. It said, it said in uh, Matthew 17, 20. And that mustard seed of faith can grow into an enormous tree. And that's the faith that we need to have. So, strengthen us, Lord, to receive your word and believe on you of the things that you said. Faith makes you strong, it says in Acts 3.16. 3, and we are justified by faith without the deeds of the law, and it says in Romans 3.28 and uh, Romans 5.12. Faith counted on, we count on faith for righteousness in Romans 9.30. And where truth faith comes from, not, as I said earlier, not in the, you know, the strength of men and in the things of this world. Faith, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And uh, that's, that's found in Romans 10. Faith can make you whole, Mark 10, 52. And we need faith to avoid temptation, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. We walk by faith and not by sight. And we believe on the things unseen, not seen. We're justified by faith and not of works of the law. And through the law we are dead that we might live unto God, and not live in the flesh, but in the Spirit. We're to receive the Spirit by the works of the law, or, or do we receive it by faith? And I submit to you, we receive the Spirit by faith. And it's promised through faith that we receive the Spirit in God's Word. We're to worship one Lord, have one faith and one baptism, through Jesus Christ. And righteousness is not in the law, but through faith of Jesus Christ. The Lord is faithful, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep us from evil. So we're to profess our faith. We shouldn't remain silent about it. We should go out and be a light for him unto this world. And faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence that we sing about of things not seen. Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. And without faith it is impossible to please God. Faith without works is dead. 
Jesus Christ is the faithful and true one. It's, that's how the Bible ends with that verse. Jesus Christ is the faithful and true one. And that leads us to our hope. And the Bible references hope 133 times. And we have hope when our faith is increased. 2 Corinthians 10, 15. And we're to be of good courage, and he shall strengthen our heart, meaning the Lord God. And all ye that hope in the Lord, but I will hope continually, and yet will I praise thee more and more. Psalm 71. Hope is in thy word. And we're not to be ashamed in our hope. For it is the hope unto salvation. We hope in his mercy. Thank God for his mercy and his shed blood that he shed for us on the cross. And the hope of the righteous shall be in gladness. But the, the expectation of the wicked in this world, we know that's going to perish. And God is true to his promises. And that, that message just sticks to, to me because I was talking to Brother Adam this morning about how many people in this world, sweet as they might be, not knowing God, are going to perish. We need to have that heart for them. The Lord will strengthen us for that purpose. That purpose for evangelism. And we're not to be ashamed of our hope. Because we have the hope of salvation. We shouldn't be concerned about the thoughts of others. Not knowing the Lord, not understanding the word. And let the power of the Holy Spirit strengthen us to go out there and be used of him. The hope of the righteousness shall be in gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The wicked is driven away in his wickedness, but the righteous hath hope in his death. Hope unto the end. That hope unto the end. We know we're not going to be here for all eternity. Our hope is in Him, Jesus Christ, who paved the way for us and paid the price for our salvation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Lord is our portion, saith my soul, therefore will I hope in Him. It is good that a man should hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. You know, through our maturing years, you know, we can overcome so much in this world because we have the patience and, and the desire to wait for the Lord. Soon and very soon, we will come to see Him. And David spake concerning Him, he said, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. 
are shaken. Therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh shall rest in hope because, of, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Neither wilt thou suffer thy unholy one to see corruption. For telling about the offspring of David, Jesus Christ. So much was given us through prophecy. Romans 8, 24 and 25, it says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for it? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Um, let's go to 1 Corinthians 15, verses 19 through 23. These are special verses that the Lord's given us. I have to have a password to get into my own phone to read it. <laughs> I always love your sense of humor, Angie. <laughs> start reading on verse 19 here. First uh, Corinthians 15 verses 19 to 23. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all of men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death by man, came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, and afterward they that are Christ at his coming. Isn't it good to know that we are Christ at his coming? And our hope of Christ wasn't only in the flesh and in this world, but it's spiritual, knowing that he's coming back for us. Lord, thank you for providing the understanding that you give us through your word. As we sung earlier, now we see through a glass darkly. You're going to reveal all things to us when we see you in heaven, Lord. We thank you for your word. In Ephesians 1, it said that Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Lord, we just thank you for the faith through Jesus Christ that he's given us. It's not in our own strength that we have that faith. And in Ephesians 1.17, it said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. To whom God would make known what is the riches and of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 And it is the Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. And in hope of eternal life, which God, they cannot lie. Aren't you glad that we serve a Lord that won't and cannot lie? In a hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs to the hope of eternal life. And hope is our anchor. It's an anchor for our souls. It's such a strength to be able to depend on a Lord that cannot lie. In 1 Peter 1.3, it said, Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And he said further in chapter 3, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason for the hope that is within you with meekness and fear, not with boasting, not high-minded, but in lowliness, delivering the words of truth. Beloved, now are we the sons, or the children, of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is, and every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as our Lord Jesus is pure, knowing that we're in Jesus Christ and separated from the flesh. It's our spirits that are purified by and through Jesus Christ. And that leads us to charity. There's 24 verses that use the word charity. And all of them are in the New Testament. And charity, as we know, is love. And there's another 442 verses in God's Word that reference love. In 1 Corinthians 8.1 and in 13.4, it says charity edifies. But it also warns us that knowledge puffs that puffs us up. So we need to be very meek in the way we're delivering our Savior's word. Without charity, we are nothing. We sing this, charity never fails. You know, love never fails, it never gives up. It never walks out on me. There's such a truth. He won't walk out on us. He loves us. 
Thank you, Lord. And in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, it reiterates what we sang, that the greatest gift is charity that's given us. And charity shall cover a multitude of sin. 1 Peter 4, 8. The Bible, you know, there's a thing called the first mention of any word in the Bible. And the first mention of the word love. Pardon? I actually was all the way back in Genesis 22, 2. And, and that's, you know, when Abraham was asked to sacrifice his son Isaac. He said, take now thy son thine only son Isaac, whom I love, and get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him therefore a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. So here Abraham was asked to take his only son. And the imagery there is so, so strong of Isaac walking up that mountain with a bundle of wood on his back to use for the sacrifice. And he asked his father, where's the lamb for the sacrifice? And he said, God will provide himself. realization of that back when I first understood it. We serve a God who is willing to give himself up so that we could be with him. So he could have relationship with him. And God shows mercy unto them who love him and to keep his commandments. He says that we should love our neighbors as ourselves. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And Lord, we fall so short of that. But yet, you love us anyways. Oh Lord, strengthen me for your purposes here. In Psalm 91, 14, he said, Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. And he said, I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. Because love covers all sin. And God loves who he chastens. So if you're chastened of the Lord, receive it. He's done in love. 
In Jeremiah 31, 3, he said, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Love your enemies and do good to them which hate you. In Luke 6, 27. And the Father loves the Son. But yet he was willing to sacrifice his own Son for us. Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life that I might take it up again. Jesus laid down his life for us, for his friends. He called us friends. Greater love hath no man seen than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. In John 15, 13. And these things I command you, that ye love one another. In John 15, 17. For the Father himself loves you, because ye have loved me, and believe that I came out from God. That's, that's the separation of knowing that our Savior Jesus Christ came out from God the Father. It was he that sent him to this world, and he that was willing to have his son sacrificed on our behalf, and also be separated from his son on the cross, as he bore our sin. But God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. All things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to them who are called according to his purpose. So he's not just working out things for us because he's a good God and a nice God in which he is. But he's, we're called for his purposes here in this world. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? our salvation, our redemption in the blood and through the blood of Jesus Christ is not going to be revoked. God loves a cheerful giver. Tithing is one way to give, but giving of ourselves. It's a cheerful giver. Not, being li not, not living in the flesh, are living only unto ourselves. But we need to serve one another. Love is one of the fruits of the Spirit. And I submit the greatest of all those fruits. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but the power of love and of a sound mind. And he loves the righteousness, but God hates iniquity. That's, that's why we need to separate us ourselves from sin and confess that sin. The one is who is true and right. He that loveth God, he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And that sums it up. Love casts out all fear. And it casts out the torment that it causes us too. You know, we 
our focus when, when we get off God and the torments that are in this world really come in. So our focus on God actually helps to put a hedge about us. Romans 5.2 By whom also we have faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God and hope maketh not ashamed because love, the love of God is shed abroad in, in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. In 1 Thessalonians 1.3 Remember without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of God our Father and our Father. First Thessalonians 5.8 But let God, but let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. Lord, you've given us so much in your word, such richness, such a guide for life. And Lord, we pray that you strengthen our faith and hope. And it's directed towards you, Lord, and of you, so that we can love others and love you most of all. In this we pray in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.